Good afternoon, and welcome to the next episode of our Embedded Executive Podcasts. We have a celebrity with us this week, Steve Hahn, a distinguished engineer um, with Infineon. He's also the chair of the, Steve, what are you the chair of? With the, the Product Security Alliance? Working Group in there the Connectivity Standards Alliance. And why that's really significant, if you follow the news last week, there was an announcement with the Biden administration that affects all the manufacturers, all the consumers, everybody. Would you dive into that a little bit, Steve? What exactly was that announcement? So on Tuesday, the Biden administration announced the new U.S. Cyber Trust Mark. This is going to be a little a logo or label, uh, which is going to go on to products. It's voluntary, but it would go on to the box probably. And it would indicate that this product has been verified as complying with the relevant NIST standards for consumer IoT cybersecurity. What types of products are we talking about? Oh, any IoT consumer product. So it could be a bulb, a camera, a switch, a thermostat, anything like that. Is it possible to be retroactive to so that if you already have a product out there that you think meets the standard or is, is this just for anything from this point going forward? Absolutely. Existing products can definitely comply. In fact, uh, and can obtain the label. Uh, we had several uh, companies at the uh, rollout, at the announcement, who were uh, showing their uh, products uh, with a mock-up of the mark and who said that the products already uh, comply with the requirements of NIST. Uh, as I recall, at least uh, Logitech and Google uh, both said that some of their products uh, already comply and, and they'll be eligible to get the mark. Where does the CSA fit in in all this? So the CSA, Connectivity Standards Alliance, we've been working for more than a year now on something called product security uh, certification, which as you can imagine is very closely related. That's what the working group I chair is focused on. And our idea is this, look, there's a US label. Well, there's also a label in Singapore and the UK is working on one and Europe is and China and Japan and India, uh, which, I mean, it's great that these uh, governments are so keen on protecting their consumers, uh, but uh, it's a pain in the neck for manufacturers. And so what we want to offer is a single certification program, which encompasses the cybersecurity requirements of all those different government standards. Turns out they overlap an awful lot. And instead of a manufacturer having to go out there and test and test and test over and over with each nation's standards, why not do one test and qualify for all of those labels? So is is that what's in place today? Or See, I was under the understanding that you have to comply with each country's different standards. Well, what we're aiming to do with our product security effort is to create a single test regime, which would encompass all of those requirements from all of those different countries. Turns out uh, there is a good deal of overlap. You know, they are all going to require secure boot and secure communications and uh, things like that. So uh, uh, a automatic uh, 
uh, firmware update capability and a defined support period. And uh, so if we put together a single certification program that includes all of those, then it's our expectation based on conversations we've had with those countries that if you pass this one, you'd be able to get any of the marks, which is gonna be important in some countries. These are not gonna be voluntary. You will have to comply or you won't be able to sell your product in that country. The UK is one example. EU is also uh, moving to have a similar requirement for Europe. So it's gonna become sort of a must. Are you a proponent of that mandate? Well, I think each country needs to decide uh, you know, what's most appropriate for it. So um, I am not a proponent or an opponent of it. I understand why, based on their national security concerns and maybe protecting consumer privacy and security, uh, they want to have that. They don't want to have a bunch of uh, cameras or thermostats that have all been uh, cracked and broken and now private data gets uh, sent out and maybe the bad guys can turn all the AC units on at the same time and bring down the grid. So I understand why they do it. Do you expect it to be mandated in the, in the US? Well, not in the near future. Um, that would probably, yeah, that, 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 that would be a considerable step from where we are now. And I'm not sure it would be consistent with um, our overall philosophy and politics. Um, I do hope that in the U.S. Uh, it becomes a de facto standard in that um, even if it isn't required by law, uh, why would you want to buy a product that isn't secure if you could buy one that is secure? It's a problem for consumers today. All the manufacturers say their products are secure, but <laughs> you don't have any objective way to know whether they really are. With this U.S. label, you'll be able to look for that and say, oh, okay, like the Energy Star, now I have an objective measure of how secure that product really is. Doesn't it need to be at a price parity, though? Because I could definitely see it. There's two products on the shelf, and there's a X increment to, to have it be that you know it's secure. I could see lots of people saying, oh, this one's probably secure, and it's 20% less for me to buy it? Well, actually there've been some good studies that have been done by Carnegie Mellon that show people are willing to pay significantly more for a product that they can have confidence is actually secure. And a recent study done by the Connectivity Standards Alliance uh, shows that basically everybody, uh, it was 100% who said they would be more likely to uh, purchase a device if it did have a security label on it, 84% of consumers say that security is important or very important in their purchase decision. Awesome. That's really good news. So I'm a design engineer. What do I need to do to get one of these labels? Well, the first thing you're going to want to do is look at that NIST standard, NIST IR8425. And that's basically your Bible there. That shows you what the requirements are that you need to meet in order to get that uh, label. And then you're going to need to go to one of the organizations that's offering a certification program. These will be licensed by the US government. 
to uh, provide their mark um, to manufacturers who pass their certification. Uh, CSA will be one of those uh, through our product security certification. And of course, if you're falling short of the requirements, then you have some more work to do to bring yourself up to speed. Not that anybody would ever do this, but how do you stop people from just making their own labels and sticking them on their boxes? Well, uh, that was one of the things U.S. government was talking about. They're going to be getting a trademark on this label. Uh, they've applied for the trademark. And then I guess if you were <laughs> sticking the label on your product when you shouldn't, well, then uh, you'd be in trouble because you'd be using their trademark without permission. Very good. So what's the next step for all this? Oh, I would say uh, next step is for all of us to uh, go take a look at those requirements, start to bring our products up to compliance with them. You might want to talk with your suppliers as well, say your uh, hardware or software suppliers, find out whether the, they have the security features in their products that you're going to need. Uh, like, for example, uh, secure boot capability, cryptographic acceleration. Maybe they even have some security certifications for their processors that you can uh, piggyback on and makes your life considerably easier. Very good. Thank you, Steve. This has been highly educational. I'm sure we'll be talking lots more about this in the next few months. I think so. Thank you. That was Steve Hanna, Distinguished Engineer with Infineon Technologies, and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.